everybody. Welcome back to the Millennium Beat. I'm your host, Kevin James. Glad that you stopped in today. On today's show, on the phone, I have Ryan Bastris from Wake Ministries in Pennsylvania. He travels a lot, speaks a lot, but he, I got him and we got a chance to talk. So let's hear the story that he has to talk about this time. He's been on a few times and I'm glad that I have had him before and I'm glad I've had him again. So let's get to the message that he has for you. And uh, we'll be back right after a word from our sponsor. I would like to thank McLeod Painting Group of Vero Beach, Florida for sponsoring this week's show. They specialize in interior and exterior painting. They are licensed and insured with over 45 years of experience, expanding over three generations. Give them a call at 772-501-0324 and tell them that Kevin James sent you. Again, that number is 772 772- Five zero one zero three two four. Thanks for sticking around. If you'd like to know more about how to become a sponsor, please email me at kevinjames at themillenniumbee.com and I will fill you in on how to become a sponsor. You can also go to our website at www.tmb2000.net or themillenniumbee.com. So let's get into uh, the message, but first let's have a, a brief 60 second intro. You've joined the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. I am Kevin James. I am on the phone with a good friend of mine from Pennsylvania, Ryan Bassers. Ryan, hey, it is good to hear your voice again. Man, it is good to be on here. Thanks for asking me to be a part of it. Oh, I'm always appreciated you being here. We've developed a good friendship and uh, good conversations go on when we, we get together, whether in person or uh, on the phone. So. It's been as we as we were talking before the you know the show started. It's been a while. You were here in person in Florida last year. Yep. So we get to talk, but well, I was yeah. It was actually just this this past February. It was this year. Yeah, this year just flew by. Yeah, it was this February. <laughs> That's how time is not flying; it's crawling. <laughs> wow. It just seems like it's been so long, but a lot's gone on in your life. You're traveling. You're doing some ministry. Yeah. COVID is off now, so you can travel more. And I know I'm doing interviews like crazy now on the phone. Yeah. I haven't got back into doing any video interviews. I've done some personal one-on face, you know, face-to-face time, and I'm rebranding the Millennium Beat new website. Oh God! What else? Come on! Uh, well, uh, I, I did a new intro. I'm doing a new slideshow. Um, I'm developing awesome. sponsorships and um, people that will donate money to help 
you know, help the cause and contri- contri- mm-hmm. contributors, working out all those details, getting everything branded for the first of, of 23. So that would be, I don't know, what Amen. year four of the Millennium Beat. Took a year and a half off, but uh, I'm back. <laughs> and, uh, and you're one of the first people I wanted to talk to when I got back. So tell me oh. what's going on in your life. What's happened since we've actually last talked? Yeah, it was a while ago since we've done an interview. For sure, we didn't see each other. I mean, the last time we saw each other was February this year. So right. We haven't had an interview like this in a while. But uh Yes, so uh, a whole lot has happened. Um, I have a uh, 19-month-old baby girl, uh, Eliana Grace, and she was born last year, April. And, uh, man, she has won my heart. Love being her dad. Uh, My son Landon is 10 years old now, uh, playing sports like crazy. He just uh, finished up his uh, football season uh, with a loss at the championship game, but that's okay. He played hard, and I believe he's learned a lot. And my wife is just absolutely amazing. She just turned 30. Okay. And um, so, uh, yeah, she, she's now in her 30s, you know, rest in peace, 20s. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so just uh, a lot of neat family things happening, and uh, that keeps you busy. And I am traveling like crazy. Uh, and, uh, man, God has just been doing some amazing things while on the road. Uh, just to drag on him some of the things that have happened uh, just you know, recently or not that long ago. Um, we were in worship. I was at a service in West Virginia. And we were in worship. And this lady then testifies that during worship, God opened up her right ear. I believe it was her right ear. She couldn't hear out of her right ear for 16 years due to an injury. And God opened up her ear. God healed her completely. So I thought that was, you know, of course, absolutely phenomenal. Um, And then in the the same trip, um, there was a gentleman that came up and uh, testified uh, just of the goodness of Jesus. And then the pastor told me that the following day, this was like a Saturday night, on the following day, on that Sunday, that he and his sister, this guy that was testifying, pastor was telling me this, that this gentleman and his sister were going in the following day on a Sunday to actually pull the plug of life support for their dad and you know, say goodbye to their dad. And so he, called, and he, he just wanted to know that his dad knew Jesus. And so I, we pulled him up again. We prayed for him, and I just prayed for life, you know, to come back into his dad. And we just spoke that his dad to know Jesus, and we just prayed, you know. And uh, the following evening, the pastor testified that this, uh, this 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 son and his sister went in to pull the plug to dad and uh, say their goodbyes at ten a.m. that Sunday. At 11 a.m., their dad was still alive, and at 4 p.m., they declared that his dad was stable. So he literally went from death to life, you know, and so just seeing those kinds of healing and and just in the prophetic realm, just seeing all kinds of things, uh, just a lot of testimonies coming back of, you know, things being prophesied and God following up with confirmation. Uh, with signs, miracles, and wonders to confirm those prophetic words, Amen. which I absolutely love uh, to hear. 
uh, especially when you, you believe you're hearing the voice of the Lord. You release it in faith. People receive it in faith. And then those signs, miracles, and wonders confirm that word, uh, all glory to God, that it's just neat to be used in that capacity and to not let fear of, oh my gosh, if I get this wrong, what's going to happen? But doing it in faith and believing that you heard from God and then God backing up his word with signs, miracles, and wonders is encouraging to see as a prophet, but it's also uh, encouraging to see as a son of God to say, you know what? God literally manifests and confirms the signs, miracles, and wonders, everything that he speaks that we put our faith into. Wow. You know, so it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. That is awesome. And it's good to hear those kind of stories and share them and stuff like that and give other people hope that, you know, God can do it in their lives too. So where have Absolutely. you, you said you've been ministering a lot. Where have you, have you been ministering all over the place or a certain yeah, region? Buddy, it's, it, it's been all over. I feel like I lived in New York for a season over the summer. I was up in New York state a whole lot. Okay. Uh, different churches. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a, you know, a lot of, well, there's a few new churches that opened up in the state of New York and visited there quite a bit this past year. Uh, was up in uh, New Hampshire quite a bit this year. Now, what part of New Hampshire were you in? Because I'm going up there later of 23. Um, I got a buddy of mine that lives Lake Lake Winnipesaukee. Lake Winnipesaukee. Yep, that's I, I actually uh, I actually jet skied there, uh, which was fun. Did you have good connections up there during that er- in that area? I have some good I, I have some good connections. Yeah, I was actually up in uh, the Alton Bay. New Hampshire area. Okay. Did jet skis that. I was ministering up there, uh, I think it was like August, September, and, and uh, at least August or early September, and, and I was ministering up there, and that gentleman, uh, his brother, had two jet skis. So I had the oh, privilege wow. of jumping on a, a, a nice jet ski and going, going tearing, tearing it up on that lake that you just mentioned that I, 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 that's a big lake, and, and, and it's fun to ride. So. I've been up there in the wintertime, so we took out bo- uh, we took hey. out trucks, not not jet skis. <laughs> not not jet skis. Yeah, it would be a little rough on ice. But, yeah, we. Uh, I would encourage you to get a lobster roll while you're up there. You know, find yourself a lobster roll. I grew up in New England, so, I mean, I've been up to, I think he used to live in Gifford, New Hampshire, which is right lo- looking over a ski mountain. That's where he used to look. I don't Beautiful. know. But I want to do some interviews up there, so I want to probably connect with you personally and see if we can connect and do sure, some, some do stories that. up there and some people that we can sure. connect with. Um, that way, when I'm up sure. there visiting, doing an interview with him, then I can do a few more. Uh-huh. and uh, Get a few more in, and sure. I, and I want to, you know, I'll schedule it with you with more detail. But I want to do an interview with you and your wife telling your the love story of Ryan Bass. Yeah, telling the love story. Yeah, hey, there you go. Just yeah. like I did with Charlie and Susie Coker. I sat down at their table oh, and they told me, and I want to do that with you guys. Oh, oh my goodness. I yeah, they that. have a phenomenal testimony. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I want to do that, you know. And, um, you know, whether Absolutely. we do it in your house or we do it on the bus, either way, it doesn't matter. But uh, Hey, there you go. We got to we gotta pray and confess and declare that bus in, my friend. Yeah, hopefully by the time this, by the time this airs, because this one, is, uh-huh. I'm, I've got so many shows backed up now because I'm getting ready for January sure. 1st. 
I probably will. I hopefully will. It'll be sitting in not my driveway because my driveway <laughs> can't hold it, but but it probably will be in my possession because this will probably air sometime oh, in March. I'm looking at a picture of it right now um, that we took it. I took it at the TV station, so you'll you'll love it when you see there it. So, you but um, so you did you have done New Hampshire. Have you done anything in Massachusetts? I have not done anything in Massachusetts yet. It's been a lot of New Hampshire and Maine. Okay. Uh, I have a pastor friend of mine in Maine who has mentioned about me going actually to Vermont and ministering at one of his churches in Vermont. But, Vermont, okay. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing in Massachusetts yet, but I'm telling okay. you, the, the North Country, you know, the New England area, I absolutely love. Yeah. You know, um, I love Pennsylvania. My family's here, but man, I feel like I should have been born in, uh, you know, New Hampshire, Maine area because right. I just love, I love the LLB look and vibes and just the <laughs> mountains and the yeah. beautiful fall foliage, you know. And yeah, I like miss those. That. I miss those days. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go up to my church that I grew uh, not grew up with, but later on in my latter years of my teen years and, and 20s and stuff like that. Um, I, at this moment, awesome. the name of the church, I completely forget, <laughs> but I can see where it is, <laughs> but I still know the yeah. pastor and I want to, you know, talk to him and do some interviews and I'll put, you know, put your name into the basket. So they says, you know, it's not too far from New Hampshire. It's probably yeah, where his awesome. church is, it's probably like 15 minutes away from the border of New Hampshire. So it's beautiful. not, it's not beautiful. that far. And I, I grew up and it's just, yeah. I lived in, in New England for about 30 years. So, yeah, well, so. and that's one of the, the things that I absolutely love with traveling, you know, because yeah. I haven't just been up in New York State this year in New Hampshire, Maine. I've been, you know, over in Texas and Mexico and I've uh, been doing some work still uh, via Skype and Zoom over in Pakistan. And, okay. Uh, um, it, it's just neat to see um, diversity of mm-hmm. land, diversity of people, diversity of culture. And uh, just to be welcomed in to that diversity uh, and become family with that diversity and really have a heart for that diversity, it's just fun. I, I love doing what I do. You know, it's challenging leaving the family. Yeah. Um, but, man, I, 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 am, I am born for this. I know mean, God has put me in this earth to do this. And, and you just get to, again, become family with diversity, which is just a neat thing. You know, and community is a real I believe hot item in God's heart. God really wants to bring his body to a place of, in a community where like this, you know, where I'm in my car, I'm in my truck and you're in your office, but, but, but things like this, just sitting down and having, you know, having table conversation, having mm. a relationship with one another and building a strong community around his presence. Man, right. So important. I believe it just burns on God's heart. Um, I was just over with Brian Higby, which you know Brian Higby, mm-hmm. uh, over in uh, Connellsville, PA. It was just at his church, had a great time at his church. Cool. And, you know, I, I love what we did cool. at his church, but what I loved the most was sitting at the table with a cup of coffee or sitting on a leather couch with a big screen TV in front of us and just having conversation, you know, and uh, uh, that's just, that's, impo- that, that's important to me, but I know it's really important to God. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think you're going to love it when you get down to Charlie and Susie's house because, you know, they've um, since you've been here because I think it just did it. They completely remodeled their house, all the inside. Uh, yeah. Got it, yep. everything, all new furniture, everything inside has been redone, you know. 
It's, yeah, we well, have, I told him, I said, every time, every time he gets an upgrade, or, you know, every time he remodels or puts something new in his house, he has to invite me down so I can take it in and enjoy it, you know? Uh, he went to Alaska, and, and now he's getting into cold smoking. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, I was trying to get him into cold smoking before he, before even that, talking about cold smoking cheese and stuff, because, you know, me and him share similar interests. Right. And uh, smoking meat and uh, now cold smoking, apparently. But uh, I've done cheeses. That's about all I've done. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, again, it's just finding, you know, common ground to build relationship oh, yeah. off of, you know. And we start with God's presence. But, man, with God's presence being present, I mean, my goodness, smoke a good brisket, you know what I mean? Have conversation, you know, sit by the pool. You know, those oh, are yeah. things that I've enjoyed with Pastor Charlie and, uh, you know, finding common ground and just, uh, man. It's funny how uh, you say sitting by the pool. Um, Brian Higby, they had a couple of girls, women, I should say, that were from his church that were down here. And they were freezing. They were sitting by the pool with the fire going and wrapped up in blankets. Oh, my <laughs> and Charlie, Charlie's in shorts and a T-shirt, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and I think it's crazy, Kevin, that you go from being up in the North Country down to Florida. You know, I'm sure you do miss the North country, especially over the summer, right. you know, when it's, uh, hotter than, than, than hate down there, you know? <laughs> well, the thing, the weird deal, years ago, I went up to new England for 4th of July. It was hotter up there. It was like 105 degrees. It felt like, you know, and it was close to that. And yeah. down in Florida it was like 90. Now we've had some warm, you know, we've had crazy. We have had two hurricanes come through the state, you know, so, but we've yeah. had years, like five years with nothing, you know, so it's, it's sure. Sure. But I definitely, I think a trip I'm planning, I'm not a hundred percent sure right now of my trip to New England. It's going to be about a month long. It will probably be wow. middle of June to the middle of July. So that way I'm up in there New England go. in New Hampshire uh, at my sister's and husband's cam- um, family's camp. So for like 4th of Beautiful. July. So that, and then we'll work, yeah, our, we'll work our way back after that, you know, but. Uh, yeah. Well, we're talking about traveling and talking about you know, your visit to New, New Hampshire and stuff. And again, there's, there's obviously we know this. There's so many people out there, you know, mm-hmm. and they've got so many amazing stories of their journey with God. Yeah. And uh, just to, you know, the Bible says in Revelation, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Right. And so it's like every time you capture a story of what God's done in a marriage or what God has done in someone's life uh, personally, uh, what God has done in a church, what God's doing in a region, when you capture those stories, mm-hmm. uh, you're actually you know, not just capturing testimonies, we know this, but you're capturing prophecies for other people. Right. And, uh, you know, I feel like this uh, podcast isn't just a, a place for stories and a place of testimony, but this is a place uh, uh, for prophecy, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, to encourage people that, man, these people were down and out, you know, in the world standard or in the world view, they were down on their luck, but God. You know, and so that's why I love what you're doing, you know, capturing these stories and, right. and, and these conversations about God, uh, because it brings encouragement, but it can also lay out a prosthetic map for someone else, yes. you know, so just love that. Yeah. yeah. It also gives them hope. I mean, I've always said this, when you hear, when you hear someone's testimony of whether God helped them in their marriage or healed them or gave them financial, you know, blessings. 
God is not a respect. I've always said yeah. this many times. God is not a respecter of person. So what he did for you, he can do for me. And he, and, and, and Bill Johnson used to say is when you hear a testimony, you set the precedence for it to happen again. And, um, you know, cause God is yeah, a person. So it is, Hey, if God healed you with that, I have that, I have that same, same disease or something like that. So he healed you. He's sure. going to, he's going to heal me. You know I mean? And that's what we want. We want, want people because we're, you know, we are vessels, but we have a voice. Uh, that's where I came up with Amplifier Ministries a few years ago. Cause God said, um, his amplifier, you know, and that's kind of what the Millennium yeah. Beat does. It amplifies these stories and these testimonies and these miracles. Um, so people can be encouraged and, and know that God has done it and is doing it and will do it. Right. Well, in Ephesians 5 says we're made in God's image. Or I'm sorry, Ephesians 5 1 says the imitators of God is their children. Genesis says that we're made in God's image. Right. And so the worlds were framed by the things that he spoke. And so that's why he created us with a mouth. You know, we're made in his image to imitate him. And, and we need to imitate him with our conversations. We need to imitate him with uh, our declarations. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, man, I, wanna, I, I want my mouth to birth what God conceives in my heart. Right. And so whenever God speaks uh, through people, even just with their testimony, man, I, we need to form declarations mm-hmm. from that because those testimonies that you're capturing and that we just sit and we hear maybe in church or in conversation over coffee, like, man, God did that for you, or God did that over in West Virginia for that lady, you know, mm-hmm. when, who was, you know, deaf for 16 years due to an injury and then God opened up her ear. Whoa, what that's doing is that conversation, those testimonies are so seed in our mind and in our heart. It, 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 um, you know, it, it's God uh, God's words uh, touching the womb of our hearts and our minds. Right. But then we actually have the ability, we are called to then birth with our mouth, our declarations, what God conceived in our heart, and use the word hope. So when God speaks, He speaks and, you know, conceives, I'll say, hope in us through story, through testimony, through scripture. Uh, through the testimonies of Jesus that we see in the New Testament, and even just the testimonies of God in the Old Testament, you know, those are seeds right. to produce hope in us. And then what birthing that hope looks like with our words is speaking words that are full of hope, that are a reflection of hope. And, um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the power of our tongue, you know, right. the Bible says declare a thing and it will be established. And so, uh, death and life are in the power of the words that we speak. And so, man, we need to, uh, dwell in the presence of the Lord. And I believe we need to dwell in the testimony of Jesus, because I believe the fruitfulness, uh, of our lives is contingent on the placement of our lives, the positioning of our lives, the posture of our heart, where we put our eyes, where we put our ears, meaning what we're listening to, what we're watching, mm-hmm. where we hang out will determine the fruit that we have. You know, Jesus says that he's coming to lay an axe to the tree that doesn't bear good fruit. So that means I can posture myself in a place that's not good and it's going to 
produced fruit that's not good. Mm. Or I can continue to posture my heart, uh, even around the right faults and uh, the Word of God and posture myself there and be fruitful on the inside. So where I birth that on the outside through the words that I speak and uh, the perspective that I have. Mm. So it's so important, my friend, to, yeah. to, to surround ourselves and posture ourselves in atmospheres that produce faith within us so that we birth faith with our words. It's funny how uh, I'm thinking, you know, things are going on. It's funny when we talk, uh, us prophetic people, you know, it's like you bring the prophetic gifting out of me. You know, it's like, you're like a magnet. <laughs> it's like as soon as you're talking is prophetically. Because one of the things is like in society today, everybody is concerned, you know, gas and Russia or Ukraine or China or Taiwan and, you know, all kinds of things, food prices and all kinds of stuff. There's, there's a lot of people out there that are lacking hope. And, and the Lord says yeah. we need to be hope builders, hope yeah. builders, you know, because we need to give people hope because in Christ all is, is possible. I mean, it's, it's just, who sure. cares what's going on? I mean, I get this all the time, you know, you know, we're saying diesel maybe run out of fuel, you know, diesel prices are five dollars. I says, you know, how are you going to support getting, you know, paying gas for diesel? It's a 118 gallon tank <laughs> at five dollars, five dollars a gallon. But you know what? I says, hey, God's going to provide. And also because right. I have a business, when I travel legally, I can charge 60. I mean, not charge, but I get a refund of 60 cents a mile. So, I mean, basically sure. the government, I always say this, the government is basically paying me back for traveling. <laughs> right. Because if 15 cents a mile at 15, you know, you go 15 gallon, 15 miles, uh, you know, it, it, and you get, you know, 60 cents, you make nine bucks and only costs you $5. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's the thing. It, it's the shift of perspective, you know, and, 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 and that's what we need because, we're not ignorant of what's going on. Obviously we're not ignorant of, of, of the fact that there is corruption, um, that's running rampant uh, across America and around the world. But us as people who might not house the office of the prophet, but we're prophetic people because the spirit of God in us that carries the gift of prophecy, that forms the gift of prophecy is the gift of prophecy. The spirit of God is in us. And so look at people in the Old Testament, uh, Old Testament prophets, New Testament, um, prophets even of the day that um, have shifted the course of history by partnering with God in faith and declaring the words of the Lord and forming on earth in the midst of chaos, the heart of God, you know, declaring on earth, the heart of God, you know, um, God did that, like God did uh, on earth as it is in heaven before Matthew said it, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, Matthew chapter six, the Lord, the model prayer and stuff. Before it's there, it's it, it found in the actions of God in Genesis where he says, light be, and he starts to form the earth. The earth was void and formless and darkness covered the whole earth, but then heaven invaded earth through the declaration of the Lord. And so our job or our privilege i should say is to declare the things of the lord on earth and 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 say okay i'm not ignorant of what's happening in my life i'm not ignorant of what's happening on this earth uh but man look at how 
you know, the earth was formless and void and chaotic and darkness covered the earth, but then God spoke over it and it shifted. So in the midst of our chaos, we can speak and declare and believe that things are going to shift. If we're declaring in faith the things of the Lord, you know, Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, be removed, uh, and cast into the sea, it won't be, and you don't doubt in your heart, it won't be impossible for you. And, um, and that's why we need community. If I can say this, I don't want to make this thing forever long, but if I can encourage, you know, those who are listening, encourage you, Kevin, and this encourages me, that's the beauty of community, you know, is number one, one, can chase a thousand to flight to 10,000, right? right. Um, but I, I believe there is such a power in proximity or closeness or nearness mm. uh, uh, to our brother and to our sister. You said it earlier. It's like, man, when we sit down and we talk, it's like, man, you're pulling for me, uh, 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 you know, or I'm pulling something out of you or, you know, whatever. And, and, and that's the beauty of, of family. That's the beauty of table talk, table conversation is like, and that's why I said earlier, and I love how this is all fitting together. We need to watch where our mind and our heart and our eyes and our ears dwell metaphorically, because the fruitfulness of our life is contingent on where we dwell, you know? And so I love this in Psalms 91 verse one, David says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I believe it's verse 2 where he says, and I will say of the Lord. See, that was birthed out of where he dwelt. And so I believe we need to dwell in godly communion, uh, obviously, but also godly community because we're going to pull, we're going to stir hope in people. We're going to instill hope in people. We're going to stir up the gifts within us. We're going to pump each other up and encourage one another in our wins and our losses, you know? Right. Um, and, 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 and that is like the power and the beauty of community. But man, if I stand and declare alone, man, there's power in that. One can chase a thousand to flight, but two can chase a thousand, uh, 10,000, you know? And so, so that's just a beautiful thing there. And the mathematics is ridiculous. Like if, if I walk with you, Kevin, uh, and fall into a ditch, you're there to help pull me up. You right. know what I mean? Yep. Um, the blind can't lead the blind. So if I'm seeing something that you're not seeing, the beauty of community is I- I'm, I'm turning your eyes to what you need to see. It's like Ananias when Paul was, you know, well, you saw, well, I'll say Paul, when he was struck blind after that encounter on the road of Damascus, he goes and hangs out with Ananias. Ananias prays for him. And it was like scales that fell off of his eyes. That's the power of the brotherhood, the, the sisterhood, the, the family of God is to stir one another up, provoke one another uh, unto the things of righteousness. You know, um, you got me onto something here. It's, it's like uh, whenever I just, I, I, one of the things we did, and, and, and I'll wind this up, but one of the things that we just did not too long ago, me and my wife, was we did a uh, half marathon. Oh, and uh, we we ran yeah thirteen point one miles, and you know I thought it would kind of be odd or awkward having people on the side of the road cheering us on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know I I didn't know how I would do running in a group with people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it would just be maybe obnoxious. It would be 
hard it would be, you know, challenging just having everyone so close to you. Uh, but a long story short, man, there was an energy that came off of just running in the group. Oh yeah. And there was this um, energy that came and this, this adrenaline and this help that came from the people that were standing there saying, go, 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 you got this, you know, and it wasn't awkward. You know what I mean? It was, it, it, it ended up maybe being something that you look forward to was the encouragement of someone else. Right. And uh, so I say all of that to say, um, man, the fruitfulness of our lives is contingent on where we dwell mm-hmm. and what is fruitful, what grows in us, man, is all about what we're uh, in proximity of. And so we really need to guard our time, guard our eyes, guard our ears, and, and, and really guard our heart and, and, and make sure that we don't get to a place of a hardnessing of heart where we don't turn our affection to community. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, strengthening one another uh, in that community. That's cool. It, it's definitely, you know, the Lord is always, it's so funny. Sometimes I'm thinking of things that, you know, the Lord puts down and I jot them down on a piece of paper. And that was like five, 10 minutes ago, but I, I still want to talk about them. Um, and it's, um, we, we're going back to like this time that we live in and where people are uncertain and stuff like that. The Lord is saying also joy is in the Lord, not in the things that are going around us or not around us. It's the joy that we have is in him. So that's what he said. But he also reminded me, and we just got done at our Bible study that we do here at Identity Church on Thursday nights. Um, we were talking about, about Joseph in Genesis, you know, and, 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 and a lot of times we need to be the Joseph in our, in our famine because this, there's a famine going on in a sense, not directly right now like sure. Egypt, but there are people that are lacking. So we need to be the Joseph because when the famine was going on, Joseph was very prosperous, very rich. He had he had food. He he was very wise. He was God. God was speaking to him. He saved his family yeah. and he saved the Israelites because he heard from God. So we need to be that. We need to people need to mm-hmm. we need to be so people can come to us and say, hey, we know that you talk to God. We know that you hear God. Uh, what's he say? What what's he saying? <laughs> you know, right? I mean, yeah, encouragement in the time of darkness. We need to. And I thought about that too earlier that, you know, you're his light, you know, you're his candle and he's taking you all over the place. So, and that's just out of that too, because it just came into my mind. What's when you burn a candle, what, what happens when you burn a candle? It drips. Yeah. So those dripping, you're, so you're traveling and you're a candle that is burning, but you are dripping and you're leaving the presence of the candle, which is the light, which is Christ everywhere you go. So that is what's happening. I see that prophetically. Yeah. That you are dripping That's everywhere. <laughs> that come on, being a drippy lover for Jesus, man. As, and as, that, you, are, not, you are dripping. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing, man. It's sometimes when we're in community, we're in family, people aren't dripping. They're, 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 they'll vomit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I say that right. part of my French, you know, but yeah, right. they'll vomit on you. Uh, they'll hurt you. Um, but man, I believe God wants to get us all to a place where it's like, okay, but we're family. We're going to forgive. We're going to move on. Uh, but, but, but the power of those drips though, it's like an IV, you know, um, God wants us to be self-sufficient in the place where we're not heavily, like where we're not putting our faith or investing our faith in people above God. 
but I, I believe that, man, you know, I think of whenever God spoke to Adam, well, when God spoke and said that it wasn't good for man to be alone. So he puts Adam into a sleep. Right. And then from that place, we know he pulls the rib from Adam and forms a woman, you know, and, um, and so was a helpmate. And so, uh, she, I believe, you know, can be a type in a shadow, okay, mm-hmm. of Holy Spirit, even though, I mean, obviously Holy Spirit's not going to take the bite of the fruit, but I'm right. just saying she, she's a form of a helper, you know what I mean? Uh, and the Holy Spirit is our helper. So it's having that godly communion where we're not replacing God with people, but it's knowing that, man, God wants to put good, godly, sound people in our lives to to build us up, but it's like, let's make sure that we're that type of person as well, you know? And I think, you know, not only like in the New Testament, it says, uh, you know, put away, you know, uh, corrupt talking and anger and wrath. I believe that's because, number one, it pleases God, it honors God, Mm -hmm. because if we put those negative things away, the works of the flesh, and we are led by the Spirit, and, and we choose the to, to put on the fruit of the Spirit, and then the miraculous fruit is produced through the powerful Spirit and our faithful choice, mm-hmm. uh, that honors God. All of that honors God, and it's a reflection of who God is. But I really believe at the end of the day, then, it's also knowing that uh, it honors people in community. It, 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 we become a reflection of the Father in community, a reflection of Christ in community, because not only do I want to find a good, healthy environment or a good, healthy place for community uh, for myself and for my benefit, man, I want to be a servant. I, I want to serve others. And, and, and I don't want to just serve others with works and then have a poor attitude while doing it or a poor attitude towards them. No, I want to reflect Christ in his nature and serve them with the right attitude, the right perspective in love, you know? And, and, and so like, I don't want to just find a healthy community that serves me, but I want to find, uh, I, I want to be that person that forms an atmosphere that people want to gravitate towards saying, man, that's a godly community right. that I want to hang out with because we're stirring one another, we're sharpening one another, and it's not a place that I'm going and being beaten up. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, and, yeah. um, and, 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 and I'll say this as, as I try to wind down on this talk of community, but, but it's like um, I think of when Jesus and his disciples are hanging out, and Jesus had just finished talking about there's someone here that's betrayed us. You know, betrayed me, I should say, you know, mm-hmm. already has made the choice to do what he's going to do. And they go in, in, introverted. They, they go in, inward, and they're like, who could it be? You know what I'm saying? Did I, Peter? I bet it was you. Thomas, you've always been doubting. You know what I mean? It was Judas all along. So it was after all of that, then he, uh, they, they start having this conversation. Who was going to be the greatest? Right. You know? And uh, they were all about the throne and who was going to be the greatest. And they were all more concerned about who was going to be the greatest. Because they wanted to know, am I going to be the greatest? Because, man, then that means y'all are going to be serving me. <laughs> and then Jesus starts having a conversation that the greatest of these are the ones that serve. You know what I mean? And right. so, man, I want to put away malice and, and wrath and anger. And I want to put on grace and mercy and love. I, I want to put on the beatitudes. I want to be happy by being a peacemaker and being meek and, and, and mild and, 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 and being righteous and hungering for righteousness and being pure and seeing God. And I want to, I want to live that way, 
in such a place of purity so I see God and honor God, but that others can see God in me and say, you know what? That's the person I want to be close to. That's the person that I would love to grow up in the Lord with. You know, I love how, uh, man, was it Paul or Peter? Either one, you know, both probably. But hey, follow me as I follow Christ, right. you know? And so, so it's like, man, I, I want people to be like, put their trust in my leadership because they know whom I'm following and who I'm reflecting. Mm. And it's healthy and it's good. Right. I, I always keep thinking when, about following Christ and, and how the Lord has always says, you know, be Christ showing through you. We might be the only Christ that this person that you're talking to ever sees. And you're, sure. you're an ambassador, which represents the king. That's what an ambassador yeah. does. So when you see somebody out there in the world and you have God's love in you and shining, and when you're the candle that's burning, they will see the, they'll see the yeah. flames, they'll see the results. Um, they're drawn to the flame. They're drawn. Um, they're not drawn to you. They're drawn to the flame. So, um, so, so that's a good segue to go into the ending here. Cause yeah. I want you, as I've already called you, you're the candle that's dripping. So I want you to drip on some people right now that are listening and, um, and then we'll close from there right after that. So why don't you um, pray for Amen. some, some people that are listening? Yeah, Father, I, I just thank you, God, for your amazing love. And God, I thank you that we're able to be in unity with you, unity with our brother and sister, and, and have good community. And, and, and Father, I pray right now for those who, and this just came in my heart, those who feel like they are in a place of brokenness when it concerns their relationships, like Lord, they feel like they have a broken family. Maybe they have a relationship, uh, husband, wife, you know, a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, you know, broken in that kind of relationship, Lord, but their relationships just seem broken. Jesus, I pray that you, Jesus, would bring restoration and healing to relationships. And Jesus, I pray that you would bring breakthrough in relationships. And I pray that you would stir up our hearts, Jesus, to, to want to be pure in heart because, Lord, we want to honor you. But, Father, we also want to create an atmosphere that people want to be close to, that when people come and hang out with us, Father, we're pulling things out of them. They're pulling things out of us. Lord, let us not be greedy or selfish. Let us put that away. Let us be humble servants to you, humble servants to our brother and sister, to lift them up, to exhort them, to edify them, and to help them do great in life. Let us not focus through selfishness on, hey, am I greater than you? No, let us have a humble and lowly heart that says, man, I want to serve you. I want to lift you up. I want to bless you. I want to get you to a place of good health. Jesus, we just pray that you bless this uh, podcast. We thank you for blessing everyone who's listening. We pray for restoration and healing in their bodies. Jesus, if they have brokenness in their bodies, sickness in their bodies, we pray for healing and restoration in their bodies, Jesus. Uh, Jesus, we just bless Kevin, Jesus, and thank you for miracles following him this year, that this coming year will be a year of testimonies for him and years of a year of of uh, Lord miracles following where he's had faith. The Bible says these signs follow them that believe. And Lord, I thank you for, for signs, miracles, and wonders. <clears throat> Excuse me for signs, miracles, and wonders following my brother this year, and of course years to come. 
And we thank you that this will be a year of great testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, everybody. You've been listening to the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. I've been on the phone with a good friend, Ryan Bastos. Ryan, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. All right, everybody else, we'll see you guys next week. This has been a Millennium Beat production. Views and opinions of the guest aren't not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat. I want to introduce you to a new program we are starting in 2023. It's a program where people can contribute, sponsor, or become a super sponsor to help support what we do at the Millennium Beat. We are also developing a partner program to help reach our goals of reaching people. More information will be on our website where you can fill out a form to become a sponsor or partner and make payments directly to us from our website.